0: prime research cost. Okay, uh, back with yet another supplemental. This one is a commentary on a, well, the the podcast is called Check Your Bias and I'm going to be checking them out soon. I I was really impressed with the interview. However, words and numbers, okay, there's two hosts on words and numbers. One. Is named James Harrigan well the check your bias guys interviewed James on their podcast however words and numbers aired it you know put it up as as a bonus episode that you could check out and listen to Um, if you want to jump on I'm not sure uh, what number it is or anything if you go to the check your bias feed but um, if you go to words and numbers just you know search for check your bias part two it's the second part of the interview. And they're interviewing James. Um, James, I, I like him, man. He, he's an interesting guy. He's got his head screwed on tight. Uh, but I wanted to make a couple of points. At about 16 minutes, almost 16 minutes exactly, they start talking about the how studies and science have been politicized. And this is one of my, you know, hot button issues. This is one of the things that just frustrates the hell out of me. But kind of the, what I wanted to point out here is that this sort of thing is exactly the sort of thing that the the stem drive, the stem economy, stem, the entire stem theory together aims at if not completely removing from reality, uh, at least minimizing it, you know, to the best of our abilities. And so, one of the one of the ways you get rid of it, you know, within within the purview of stem theory, is by removing the financial incentives that cause people to. To deviate from what they're supposed to be doing, what what the scientific method dictates they should be doing to to find the truth. And um, now th- this is you, you've just got to listen to it. it. It's a it's a great little segment. It starts at sixteen minutes, but um, you know they talk about how. the studies that sell are the studies that that you know engage negativity or get people you know riled up or have you know some some easy spin on it that that people can you know make make some crazy connection and, and get fired up about something that's almost an insinuated connection that they purposefully put in there and there's a veritasium episode on 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 this not not this specifically but on just how crazy studies have have gotten how much bullshit has been allowed and and just goes through and sometimes doesn't even get caught the percentage i think that he ended up with was it was between 3 and 50% of all Uh, all studies and research published in a journal are are valid and end up you know standing the test of time so it's just kind of this thing that happens in our society people want to sell you know people want to uh, people want the general audience to click on their links people want people to you know, to buy their magazine because of of what the what's on the front cover. So there's this huge financially driven incentive to whether or not it's good science to publish swayed and and spun out science. It's it's a catastrophe. It's setting us back <laughs> so much. It is so frustrating, um, and you know. Uh, James, James, and the um, Check Your Bias guys bring up a lot of good points. They bring up um, a lot of the past past issues with with just bad studies. The smoking research, secondhand smoke, um, the food pyramid, Ugh. The, and we it took us years to catch this one. Years. The food industry, the, you know, the sugar industry pushed whatever his face was to publish yeah hair on my tongue research saying that you know to, to build the food pyramid to this is this is our health and and you know they make the point that all of a sudden americans become super obese and super unhealthy and you know all these cancers crop up all over the place and yeah it's correlation but it's it's Kind of obvious what has happened. they They lied to us so they could sell more of their products. And that sort of thing that's it, it, it's just disgusting. it's it's the most vile aspect of uh, it's just it's just disgusting. that's that's all I have to say on that. It pisses me off more than anything else. Um, Yeah, paid off by the sugar industry, the, all the misinformation over cholesterol and fats, that whole thing. Um, And we're still trying to, to, you know, scrub that out of our consciousnesses, out of our collective understanding of what health is. I lost 30 pounds in 30 days simply by, eating, you know, uh, high-fat, high-protein meals in the morning, avoiding all boxed and and anything with a label on it, I didn't buy it. If it wasn't fresh straight off of a tree or straight out of the ground, I didn't buy it. If it had an ingredients list, I didn't buy it. All, all, all I ate was, you know, bacon and, uh, and avocado and bacon in the morning, and I ate as much fruit and salads throughout the day as I wanted and within 30 days and it, it wasn't like a caloric restriction thing I just ate as much as I wanted I ate as much fat in the morning as I wanted I, I always kept my fat and proteins in the morning and then I just ate you know fruit from, fruits and vegetables throughout the rest of the day and I just shed the weight I felt um, I felt the best I've ever felt in my life and as soon as I some other things happen. I'm jumping right back on that diet because I was, I was rolling that diet for you know several months and I have never felt that good before. Yeah, maybe one, you know, from when I was a little kid. But the misinformation, what I'm trying to say is the misinformation that our public has been fed by government and industry just so they could make an extra buck is, is foul. It's just disgusting. Um, Let's see, what else did I wanna make a point of here? Uh, He brings up The Structure of Scientific Revolutions by Thomas Kuhn. I, oh, this is what he says. So he, I guess he just kind of, I'm gonna paraphrase this, (laughs) but I have, this is for sure paraphrased. He, He kind of pulls this idea from the book and so, Man, this is gonna, this is like playing telephone. So I totally apologize. Maybe I should just look this up, but I'm not going to. Let's just wrap this up. Uh, we hammer the available facts into our worldviews. Only when our worldviews will no longer support a bunch of facts that will not fit do we do we ever change our minds or something to that effect. A little frustrating, right? Here's something like that, but also has a a scent of truth to it. Anyway, I really recommend uh, checking out this, this specific portion of this episode. It, it fired me up. It frustrates me. But it is also one of the core, you know, one of the main just kind of driving ideas behind the AI STEM drive. Because if we could get all science, all science, to be Careful and meticulous, and done well, without any sort of financial, like any sort of sway or manipulation, because you know of financial interests or because of you know political persuasions or, or whatever, whatever the case is, you know whatever elements and and forces you know play into uh, a bad science like that. If we could extract that, extract those and make sure that science is just like, just pure, good, delicious, unadulterated science, our, our speed of advancement would dramatically increase. It would be, it would be ridiculous. If we have, let's see if we can find this really quick. Let's see. Baritassium, bad science. Is most published research wrong? Sorry, dude, I'm not playing this. I'm just looking for... In 2011, an article was published in the reputable Journal of uh, Personality and Social Psychology. It was called Feeling the Future, Experimental Evidence for Anomalous Retroactive Influences I think this is it. That are tested. Now, what about replication? Isn't science meant to self-correct by having other scientists replicate the findings of an initial discovery? In theory, yes, but in... Bre- correct by having other scientists replicate the findings of an initial discovery and in more unlikely hypotheses, which further decreases the ratio of true to spurious relationships that are tested. Okay. So this is a graph obviously, but this is, yeah, can you see that? This is the true to spurious, as he said, relationships of the le- legitimate actual good science that comes out, you know, versus all the other shit we're fed. Like, that's frustrating to even look at that. How can that not just piss you off? When scientists, scientists are the guys that are supposed to be sort of kind of the, the pillar of what is fundamental truth and they're fucking shit up like this. Ooh, ooh, so fucking, mm, fucking assholes. Anyway, that is one of the main like one of my favorite parts of of stem theory is that this shit would, would be mostly wiped out because you would be extracting any sort of financial drive. That would that would sway or fuck this up. You would probably have politi- political motivations, but because people are auto or auto actual self actualizing the the desire to want to fall in line or to be swayed by something is just pff, minimized. So this under a STEM epiconomy would be reversed. All this would be green and that little section would be red. Okay, I just pulled that out of my ass, but that's the idea, right? Anyway, see you guys next time. <sighs> yep, <laughs> later.